0: So we're on page 321, and we're talking about, um, let's start again from the top, page uh, 29, okay? The rabbi said, what do you think the Torah scroll that Moshe left for the Jewish people was like? The Guzari said, undoubtedly, it must have been plain without punctuation and cantillation, just as our scrolls are today. Had the Torah at one time contained punctuation, it would have been impossible for the masses to agree to suddenly delete it. Similarly, it would have been impossible for the masses to suddenly agree to institute the practice of eating matzah on Esau and all the other laws which remind us of the Egyptian exodus and which reinforce within all Jewish souls the veracity of the Egyptian exodus through their constant practice. It would have been impossible for everyone at one point in history to agree to adopt these laws without without arousing protest. In other words, no one would have been able to say, hey, listen, you know why we're eating matzah tonight? Because we were redeemed from Egypt. Say what? And you're telling me that my father did the same. He didn't, it's not true. My grandfather didn't, it's not true, right? So it would not have been accepted by the masses unless the claim that this is something which we have been doing nonstop was actually true. right? It was, it's not, not falsified. Wait, wait, but it's, it's saying had the Torah at one time contained punctuation. I thought that was the qualifier. What you just said is really only if the Torah had contained punctuation. Am I reading that wrong? Well, so he says it starts with, Had the Torah at one time contained punctuation, then at what point in history would there have been a group gathering and everyone says, you know what, it had punctuation in it, we're not interested. Let's take it out. Okay, let's take it out. Then No, it never would have been recorded. It doesn't make any sense. It it boggles the mind. And to me, that's not even as much of a big deal as the next point. The next point to me is a bigger deal of saying that there would be at one point a made up story about an exodus, right? You know, some sort of creation narrative because people need something to bind them together. And this was the way that we were gonna cause a a, ba- a bond, but yet they're claiming something that is just a, a, a not a great claim. If you wanna make up a, a story of an external enemy, you make it up. You know what you do? You do what every dictator has ever done throughout history. You find the enemy, you make up that enemy and that creates a bond, right? The, the the Jewish people, by definition, started with the, and we, the reason why this happened is we went back to the creation of the Jewish people as a nation, of course, because that becomes so much more of a, ba- of a bond, a bond that, that will be everlasting, not a one-time external uh, enemy. That external enemy, 100 years later, nobody cares about that external enemy anymore, right? You know, you, you triangulate, and now you care about the other enemy, not that enemy. But over here, this story was a story that happened at only one time in history, and it was from the beginning of our creation, our inception, which would be far more difficult to make up, because at what point could people say, oh, we've been celebrating every year. You're telling me that every year we have this Esach Seder, and we celebrate with this whole party for something that happened, but I never did it before. Nor did I ever hear about my father. It's far more difficult to make up. The rabbi said there is no doubt that the people retained the vowel categories of Sicha, Kamutz, and Shever, and their Shabbat, and their respective vowels, the shva and the cantilations. Everyone needed them in order to understand the Torah properly. They were embedded in the hearts of the Kohanim, as they needed them for the temple service, and to instruct the Jewish people. They were in the hearts of the kings, in accordance with the command, and if the Torah shall be with him, and he shall read it all the days of his life. They were in the hearts of the judges, who needed them to judge properly, and in the hearts of the Sanhedrin, who needed them, as the verse says, and you shall uphold and perform the commandments. Or it is your wisdom and understanding. They were embedded in the hearts of the saints who study even the non-practical portions of Torah in order to receive the rewards of study. And even in the hearts of the hypocrites who study for the sake of raising themselves above others. So anybody who ever studied the Torah had to have immersed themselves and have to have understood and recognized these methods of reading with the vowels and with the cantilations. And he, he actually goes through the gamut. He goes through all different people starting from the people who are in the very righteous people, the people who have a position of power. People have a position of power vis-a-vis material goods, position of power vis-a-vis spiritual necessities. The rabbis instituted the seven kings, right? This is something that we didn't spend that much time on. We skipped that category dealing with grammar. A vowel punctuation and a cantillation of notes and symbols for those vowels and musical sounds that they had received from Moshe. Let's read the, the note on the bottom. Here, the rabbi explains that the symbols that we possess today for the vowels and cantillations were not transmitted to the Jewish people from Sinai. Rather, they received this information orally. It was only later, when these vowels and cantillations were in danger of being forgotten, that a system of symbols was invented to represent them. It is important to note here that the purpose of the cantillation in the Torah is to allow the reader to pause and commence at the appropriate places. Thus, each cantillation symbol indicates how much separation exists between the present word and the succeeding word. Sages therefore had a tradition of what and where all the different lengths of pauses were in the Torah, and the cantillation symbols were later invented to represent those pauses. For example, the longest pauses between words would be represented by an end of sentence symbol, a so, asuk, so, while a minor pause in the middle of a sentence might be represented by a zakhev symbol. Okay, so the, the the primary the primary purpose and that which is actually what we call the meakev in terms of the cantillation, right? Cantillation is not vowels. Cantillation is the tones that you use. Are you going up? Are you going down? Are you emphasizing? Are you staying flat? Are you showing the end of a topic, the beginning of a new topic? The only thing that is actually that people will say, hey, one second, let's do that again. It doesn't actually happen too often because typically they do a decent enough job and they go back and correct It's the so pasux, right? You need to be able to differentiate between the new topic. That's the only thing that's really critical. In terms of the going up and the going down, in terms of saying like, um, the um, what, is, what is the word? The word that we say uh, in in a on chalamay, you say um, uh, what's the word again? I'm forgetting the word now. Oh, right? There's, it's a famous thing. They say ka-ay-la. and there's like a lot of like um, what's the word? Trilling, trilling going on, right? And sometimes if the person's like really feeling musical, they'll, they'll like go on and on and on like a couple of times within that ka-ay-la. Um That's not like the Ikuva Right, it's not going to t- help us back from actually fulfilling the mitzvah. It's only really those specific ones. And the idea of doing cantillations was really something that was only necessary to put in into a you know a different text. Let's say what we call text that we use the tikkun that people use to prepare for for reading from the Torah that has the cantillations in there and has the the vowels in there. That's only because people were forgetting the cantillation system, or not the cantillation, but the pauses that were in there that were actually Important. And we're going to invalidate the reading. It's not that validating. Okay. Well, very good. Take yeah, care. Good Thank you well. for asking. Yeah. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.